This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Today we're going to discuss a halacha that comes up this year for many people, especially those who are traveling to Uman. Tzom Gedalia falls out on a Wednesday. So people who travel westbound on the airplane, they go from, for example, uh, Vienna or from the Ukraine to New York or Los Angeles. Their flight is very long. And then what happens is that once they land, it's still daytime. And it's Tzom Gedalia, and they're, they're flying during the day. This happens very often, both directions. People ask, what happens if they have to fly westbound? And uh, for example, they fly during the day for 11 hours, and when they land... 1.30 p.m. in Los Angeles is going to be another six hours. It's going to be 17, 18 hours on the airplane fasting. It's very difficult. Same thing too, the other way, if somebody is flying from New York or Los Angeles to Israel on a fast and they and, and the time and the time goes back, in other words, the, the time goes forward, which means that they're going to fast for a very small amount of time. What's the halacha? Do you have to fast according to like 12 regular hours more or less, or according to where you are, that's how you fast. So the one who puts it the, uh, the, the, the shortest and the most concise and the best is Gaon Olam Rav Moshe Feinstein in Igrot Moshe Chelek Gimel. And he says the following, Igrot Moshe Rachaim Chelek Gimel says that it's very difficult to answer such a question because we haven't found a precedent in Divre Rabotenu, there is never such a case. And therefore, according to Svara, according to logic, it would seem that you have to wait every single fast according to Tzeta Kuchavim. It would seem to be whether it's Lechumra uh, or Lekula, whether you would have to wait, you'd have to do an 18 or 20 hour fast, too bad if you're flying, or the other way around. That's what Moshe Feinstein writes. Rav Ovadia Yosef also in Chazan Ovadia by Anid, when he's discussing flying from America to to, to Tisha B'Av, he says you could do a very short fast, and if one looks closely, it would seem to be that he holds the other way also, that one would have to be machmir. That's what, uh, that, that's what, it, would, uh, that's what it appeared to be. Now, on the other hand, on the other hand, there's a sefer called Mikrei Kodesh. Mikrei Kodesh was the, the works of uh, Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank, the Rav of Yerushalayim. So the Mikrei Kodesh Quotes over there, uh, it has 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 quote has uh, in in Pesach Chelik Bet on the bottom. It, he has uh, it has Hagaot from Rabbi Yosef Cohen, his son-in-law. Rabbi Yosef Cohen was the father of the present Rosh Hashiva of Chevron, Rabbi David Cohen, very big Talmud Chacham, and he was asked the the the, the, the similar question, flying westbound, that he's going to have a very long flight. And he brings the following. He says he found in the Sefer Nachal Eshkol, Nachal Eshkol was a commentary on Sefer Eshkol, in Ilchot Tishabiav, that discusses what happened in the city of Stockholm, uh, in, uh, in, in, in Sweden, it was very high up, and uh, Stockholm in Sweden? Right, Sweden, not Finland. Okay, good. Helsinki is in, is in Finland, right? So in, he, he, he was in Stockholm, his Rav was in Stockholm, and Shkia uh, is like a... 12.30 a.m., I don't know, 11.30 a.m. And he wants to know, does he have to fast the whole time? So the Nachal Eshkol has a very big chidush. And he says, on Hachamim made the fast of 
Tisha Be'av of 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 Tzom Gedalia and of the Yudzayin B'Tamuz and the other fasts, they made it according to the normal standards around their area. That was the Takana, and therefore says the Nachal as long as you fasted approximately. Uh, uh, 12 hours, and he says nine and a half hours after Chatzot, 9.30 p.m., where everybody in the world already finished their fast, you could already eat. That's what the Nachal is called. Based on this, Rav Yosef Cohen says, somebody who flies westbound should also be able to break his fast at around the normal time where they would have broken the fast where he is coming from. That's what he writes. Uh, Rav Ozner, Rav Ozner, uh, in, in Shevet Alivi, Chelek Zayn, I believe Siman Ayn Zayn or Ayn Gimel, he writes the following. He says that he saw what, uh, what the Nachal Eshkol writes and he doesn't understand how he could say that. It's written in the Gemara, Kol ta'anit shelo shaka alav ta'anit eno ta'anit. Any ta'anit that shelo shaka alav achama eno ta'anit. Any ta'anit that the sun didn't set is not called that you did a proper ta'anit. So over here too. How can you eat in the middle of the day? That's not called the ta'anit. Therefore, he writes that, not only that, he looked into it, and in Stockholm, they never did like this, they would always wait till the end. I have a friend who lives in Amsterdam, and he tells me in Amsterdam also, it's very late, it's like 11, 11.30, and they wait till 11.30, that's what they do. So he says, it can't be that, that, that the Nachalishkol is right. However, and this Rav Ozner says, uh, it's a chidush, he says that if a person has to fast, for such a long time, then that person is going to be so weak, he's called patur mita'anit, because he's like a chole. So when he gets, he says, but he says, when he gets to that stage that he feels weak, he's already called a chole. And in another volume, Rav Ozner writes in Chelek Chet, in a Tshuvat Rav Dinner, he writes very short, and he says, and the truth is, is that a person like this is patur mita'anit, and it seem, he seems to imply that even if you don't feel really, really weak, like a chole, but somebody who fasts so long, that's the definition of a chole, if he's fasting so long, on seems to be on an airplane, because we all fast Yom Kippur and Tisha so long. So it could be that Chachamim were mitakin Tisha and Yom Kippur, that you should feel this way. Or it could be when you're sleeping, it's easier. But either way, when somebody's on an airplane for so long, and he's dehydrated and it's difficult, he gets to a point that he's patur, and after that amount of time that he feels that he has to eat, he could eat just, he has to eat like a chole, Rav Ozner says, he has to eat a little bit, he can't eat like, uh, 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 you know, in a, in, a, in a free manner. He has to eat, he has to eat what, what is going to be, uh, if it's going to be difficult for him. I'd want to add on that it's better if he already eats, he should eat on the airplane, and not once he lands. Because once he lands, some say he has to do like minhag shehigia lisham. So it's better that he should eat on the airplane. I want to add on something else as well. I have a, I have a, a very good friend who's a very big Talmud Chacham. His name is Rav Tzvi Reisman. He's a businessman. He calls himself a businessman. But Baruch Hashem is very successful. But he's more of a Talmud Chacham than a businessman. And he has a sefer, Ratzkatzvi where he discusses this question as well. And he says that in this case happened in Los Angeles with the Admur Mimujic from uh, Ashdod, that he came to Los Angeles on Tzom Gedalia, and, he, and it was a very long fast. So he asked one of the Rabbanim in Los Angeles what to do. And uh, uh, the Ratzketzvi writes that Rav Tauber from Los Angeles told him that you could tell the pilot that when you see that it's the closest that you could get to Shkiah as possible, that's when you could eat. And apparently, uh, uh, Rav Tauber does say this psak that after 
after a person waits a certain amount of time, he uh, like twelve hours, he's uh, he's able to uh, he, he he he's able to eat. Now this is a chidush, obviously, but as we mentioned, Rav Vosner writes that a person is considered like a is patur in this in this scenario. And I also uh, I saw that Rav Moshe Sternbach in Tshuvot Ve'anhagot, Chelek Dalet, you're going to Harnof, Rav Moshe Sternbach lives there. He also writes, Lechumra Ve'lekulai. He says that if you're traveling from Eretz Yisrael to, uh, from, from New York, eastbound to Eretz Yisrael, where the, short, where the fast is shorter, you have to wait longer. But he says the other way around also, that you'd be able to break your fast earlier, which is, according to Rav Moshe Sternbach, you could have a little bit of a leniency as well. So, this is not a simple question. Rav Ovadia and Rav Igrot Moshe, as well as I think the standard psak is to wait till Tzeta Kuchavim. Rav Vosner says that you could for sure break it by the fast by Shkiat Achama, by sunset. Okay, so you gain a half hour. But he says if you're not feeling well, you could, it's your patur mita'anit. And Rav Moshe Sturbach seems to follow this as well. So there are different opinions, although the halacha, the normative halacha, is to be machmir. You have to remember, these fasts are dirabanan, and you should ask your rabbi, your, your rav, if you could be lenient, especially since a person is going to be very weak, you should ask his rav if he could rely on these poskim, because the, it is a big machloket, and it's a very interesting machloket, because as we mentioned, it doesn't have a precedent in Divrei Chazal. Chazeku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.